A properly structured, max-funded laser fund has six advantages versus a Roth that only has two. Next on Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio with New York Times best-selling author and your host, Doug Andrews. This is Doug Andrews speaking to you, our incredible national audience, from our three-dimensional wealth studios nestled at the base of the majestic Rocky Mountains. This show is about empowering you, people, and organizations that want to optimize their assets, minimize taxes, and empower their authentic wealth. Well, folks, uh, recently I was recording some educational YouTube videos because I have a YouTube channel. Uh, It's called Three Dimensional Wealth. And by the way, it's free when you subscribe. I have uh, over uh, 1,100 educational YouTube videos on there. And I was asked uh, by some of my viewers uh, to record some um, advice for parents, older parents, that they ought to give to their adult children. And this is one of the concepts. I strongly feel that uh, those of you who have adult children who are out there working and uh, they sock away money into the company's 401k and just follow the herd, uh, don't let them uh, get themselves into a tax trap uh, being told that they're going to be in a lower tax bracket when they retire because this has not been true or axiomatic now for over 25 years. And yet people continue to follow the herd. 91% of Americans continue to, to defer, defer, and procrastinate paying tax on tax-deferred IRAs or 401ks, and then they end up paying more tax uh, in their golden years than they ever, ever dreamed they would. And so this is why the Roth was introduced back in 1997, by the way. Now, uh, the government did not pass uh, the Roth IRA and then later 401k really for our benefit. They did it for their benefit. They were hard up for tax revenue. And Senator Roth said, hey, a lot of people are getting uh, smarter. They're realizing that uh, that's not the best way to save is a defer, defer to some future perceived unknown advantage and then uh, take out your money and you don't have any tax deductions anymore because you paid off your house. The kids are gone. Or if they're not gone, if they move back in, you can't deduct them anymore. You're not contributing money to IRAs and 401ks during retirement. So you don't have those deductions anymore. Uh, If you're a business owner and you sold that, uh, you don't have those deductions anymore. So uh, retirees find themselves in as higher, higher tax bracket as they've ever been in during their earning years. And they didn't sock away money in a tax-deferred IRA or 401k based upon uh, that understanding. They were told, oh, you'll likely be in a lower bracket. Well, uh, and then Congress, because of irresponsible government spending and the printing of money, uh, keeps raising taxes. So I think it would behoove uh, you to teach your adult children what is uh, better and then what is best. And so uh, Senator Roth said, hey, you know, let's uh, let people, you know, convert or roll money Uh, over from traditional IRAs or 401ks and just get the taxes over and done with sooner than later. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, Get taxes over with while your account values are lower and tax rates are lower. Uh, But uh, I would not reposition that into a Roth. That that was a step in the right direction. It created tax revenue for the government. They did it for their uh, benefit more than yours. But as long as you're doing that, you ought to perform a strategic rollout, not a rollover. A rollover is going over to another qualified plan, meaning qualified with Uncle Sam, the IRS. I don't like those strings attached. 
So uh, I would recommend you roll it over to what many savvy CPAs and tax attorneys refer to as the rich person's Roth. Now, uh, that's a max-funded, indexed uh, universal life insurance contract, structured correctly and funded properly. It is deemed a LASER fund. LASER is an acronym that I've used for years that stands for Liquid Assets Safely Earning Returns. Okay? Now, uh, what's interesting, uh, max-funded IUL uh, in the Internal Revenue Code, uh, insurance has been sort of a sacred tax-free cash cow for over 108 years currently allowing you in Section 72E, 7702, and 101A of the Internal Revenue Code to accumulate your money tax-free. And then you can access that money uh, income tax-free, including all the gain, the rest of your life, if you want. And then ultimately, when you die, anything left behind usually blossoms, increases in value, and transfers income tax-free. I've taught advanced continuing education to CPAs and tax attorneys for years, and I've challenged them to show me one other financial instrument in the Internal Revenue Code that does that. Allows you to accumulate money tax-free, access it tax-free when you die at Blossoms and transfers tax-free. They've yet to show me any other financial instrument that does that. So uh, uh, Roths have two basic advantages. You fund a Roth with after-tax dollars, and it accumulates your money tax-free, and then you can uh, take out tax-free income. You don't have to pay tax on the income you take out. Okay? Now, a max-funded insurance contract has those same advantages and has had those two advantages now for over a century. But uh, a max-funded indexed universal life has four additional advantages on top of those two that Roths do not have and uh, I don't think ever can have. Okay? You ready? So this is why uh, I always tell people I've never owned an IRA or 401k, never will, but I've never owned a Roth IRA or 401k, and I never will. Why would I choose something inferior to something that is superior to a Roth? So listen close. A max-funded IUL, you uh, fund it with after-tax dollars. I actually help a lot of people uh, redirect otherwise payable tax to causes they support, and we resurrect tax deductions and what have you, but never at the expense of uh, creating or triggering tax on uh, the money you take out. You don't want to do that. That's not a good trade-off. And so you uh, set it up so that you can accumulate money tax-free. You can access it tax-free. But see, um, max-funded IUL... You are not uh, participating in a qualified plan with Uncle Sam as your partner, okay? So, for example, with a Roth, you can only fund a Roth with uh, with a certain dollar amount per year or a certain percent of your income. Uh, uh, If you make too much money, you cannot own a Roth. This is why CPAs call uh, the laser fund the rich person's Roth. But I snicker because you don't have to be rich to have a laser fund. Uh, You can set one up for 500 bucks a month. But uh, a lot of wealthy people, uh, they choose the laser fund because uh, they, they can't participate in a Roth. And so you can accumulate your money tax-free. But see, uh, with a max-funded IUL laser fund, uh, I can structure that to accommodate, you know, uh, $30,000 a year or maybe $300,000 a year of contribution. You can't do that with a Roth. Uh, if you're a business owner and you have a banner year, you could structure it to hold, you know, 300000 But if you have a down year, uh, the pandemic uh, caused a, a, a setback or whatever, you don't have to put in 300000 You could just put in one-tenth that. 
30000 but get a load of this. You can make up the other $270,000 you didn't contribute, that you could have contributed, anytime, anytime in the future. With a Roth, if you don't use the little bit of room they give you in a single tax year, you lose it forever, okay? So I like the flexibility of MaxFunded IUL, the laser fund. Uh, now, let's say that I put in $300,000, and uh, a month later, uh, a huge opportunity comes up, or maybe I have a financial setback or whatever. I've had thousands of clients who have uh, socked away uh, sometimes uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, and they say, you know what, I'm not going to touch that money probably for 20 years. And then a month later, they call up and say, Doug, you can't believe what's happened to me, and I'm in the hospital, and da da da. Uh, is there any way I could access, you know, um, a chunk of that money uh, to get me out of this pickle? Absolutely. So if I put in 300 grand into a laser fund and, and let's say a, a month later, I, I needed 200,000 back out again, I can do that. Uh, uh, you can't do that with a Roth. You can't touch uh, the money you put into a Roth for five years or till age 59 and a half or else there's a 10% penalty. I don't like those restrictions. But uh, the other advantage of a, a laser fund is I can use indexing. Indexing allows me to participate when the economy, uh, the markets are up, but when the uh, market crashes, the stock market crashes, I don't lose a dime due to that crash because my money is not at risk in the market. That is not an index fund. Uh, you would have lost 40% if you had your money in an index mutual fund in 2008. Our clients who had uh, money in indexed insurance contracts in 2008 were cheering. They didn't lose a dime. Go, go. And then the first 90 days of 2009, many of them locked in gains of 16% tax-free after not losing a dime. It took until 2012, four years, for most Americans to make back what they lost in 2008. And so you can use indexing to protect your money. Uh, participate when the market goes up and not lose when the market goes down. And the last and sixth advantage of a, a laser fund is when you ultimately die, it blossomed and transfers tax-free. The best way for me to explain that is, uh, you know, I'm 71. If I died in an accident tomorrow, uh, every million in my portfolio, let's say, of laser funds would uh, blossom to about double that and transfer out tax-free to my heirs. There's not a Roth around that will do that. And people say, well, how much does that cost? Well, nothing's free, but it doesn't cost me anything. It's being paid for with a minuscule portion of money that would otherwise go out the window in unnecessary tax. I can earn 11% to average a net 10 cash on cash. I'd have to earn 15 or 16% in a tax-deferred IRA or 401k in the market to net 10. Does that make sense? This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. Money has to have a home. How to benefit when the stock market and real estate market do well and not lose when those markets crash. Welcome back. This is Doug Andrew, Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. That's what I want to share with you next. Uh, as a financial strategist and retirement planning specialist now for five decades, helping thousands of people optimize their assets and minimize taxes and empower what I call their authentic wealth, uh, I came up years ago with a metaphor to help people understand uh, how to choose where to house your money, your serious cash. 
And uh, I'll never forget uh, this experience because uh, it was my third uh, book manuscript that was due to my publisher at the time, uh, Warner Business Books, Time Warner. And uh, it was a serious uh, agreement. Uh, It was uh, a million-dollar advance from uh, Warner Business Books to write the book Last Chance Millionaire. And so this book talked about how baby boomers could accumulate an extra million bucks in a 10-year period that could generate 100000 a year of tax-free income, which is still true, by the way. Uh, and it became a New York Times, Wall Street Journal number one bestseller the second week it was released. We were so grateful for the receptivity of that book. Uh, now, uh, I was uh, trying to come up with a metaphor. We were in San Francisco uh, at, at a meeting. And uh, I told my wife, I said, I I have got to come up with some kind of a metaphor. And uh, I went to bed with that in mind. At about two in the morning, I had this dream of the story of the three little pigs. And uh, it was so vivid of using the story of the three little pigs uh, with the houses of straw, sticks, and bricks that I woke my wife up and said, honey, I've got it. Uh, I've got the answer. And I started to explain the story. And she's like, well, whatever and everything. Well, I had to um, dictate that dream or I knew I would forget it because I'd probably stay up the rest of the night trying to remember not to forget. You ever done that? And so I I actually reached over for my phone and I recorded uh, this dream. And sure enough, I got up in the morning and I'm checking out and uh, the, the recording was right there on my laptop. Uh, the, the transcription of my dream. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. So are you ready for this? Now, <clears throat> money has to have a home. You have to put money somewhere. So in that story of the three little pigs, remember there were houses of straw, sticks, and bricks. So uh, the house of straw, I equate to the stock market. Uh, why? Because the big bad wolf, who's the big bad wolf? Uh, That is, uh, no, it's not the IRS. I know that's what you were thinking. No, the big bad wolf uh, is the hurricanes, uh, the the, uh, pandemics, uh, the uh, shootings, the terrorist attacks, all of these external forces and influences we have no control over that cause the stock market to fluctuate like crazy. Okay. And so that's the big bad wolf. The big bad wolf uh, blows down the stock market, sometimes uh, uh, 5%, 10%, 15% in a single day or single month, just like March of 2020 due to COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, It blew down the stock market 30%. People who had a million dollars, they saw that dwindle down to 700,000 in 30 days. In 2008, people with a million dollars in the market saw that dwindle down to 600,000, 40% loss in one year. After the 9-11 terrorist attacks of uh, September 11th of um, 2001, within three years, uh, people saw a 40% loss. That is the big bad wolf blowing down uh, the stock market, okay? Now, you move over to the house of sticks. I equate that to moderate risk investments. And people could say, well, I would equate that, let's say, to real estate, okay? The real estate market, uh, a lot of people make money by investing in real estate. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I do too, but I don't. Uh, I do it a different way. Uh, I leverage with full liquidity. Most people leverage without liquidity, and that's stupidity, in my opinion. And I'll explain why. So uh, the real estate market it it gets affected by the economy, but it's not quite as uh, volatile. Uh, it still goes down. So in two thousand eight, yes, uh, my personal residence went down in value. Uh, about 30, 35%. It went down from a, a million five to a million one in, in about 12 months. 
And so, yes, uh, the real estate market also is subject to volatility, but it's not quite as uh, dramatic or as fast as the stock market. So it's the house of sticks. You got it? Now, the house of bricks. The house of bricks, um, this would be putting money in a house that um, stays uh, pretty stable when there's recessions and crashes. And people say, oh, you're, you're talking about the bank or the credit union. Well, yeah, those would qualify as a house of bricks. But uh, between you and me, um, I don't want to put my money in some bank or credit union and be rowing upstream at the rate of two or three miles an hour, uh, getting two or three percent interest when the current of inflation is coming down nine or ten. I'm going backwards. So uh, I like my uh, serious cash safely tucked in a house of bricks that uh, will uh, equal or exceed the inflation rate. Otherwise, you're going backwards. Does that make sense? Well, I found that um, if you use indexing, not index mutual funds, because if your money is in an index mutual fund, like the S&P 500, uh, you would have lost 40% in 2008. I'm talking about indexing, where you actually have your money safely tucked in a, a legal reserve insurance company is, is probably the safest place by far, because they weathered the Great Depression with flying colors when banks closed and 40% never reopened again. Some real estate in, in the Great Depression dropped 80% in value. Uh, there wasn't one single legal reserve insurance company that went under in 2008. They have reserve requirements that are far more stringent than banks and credit unions. Uh, in 2008, 400 banks went under. 900 more were on the brink. Uh, not one single legal reserve insurance company went under in 2008. Uh, in fact, this is where uh, the five major banks in America disclosed they had their tier one assets for liquidity and safety in insurance companies. Okay, and so it's like the the last domino that would fall. Uh, it, it is the backbone of America as well as the world. That's where I put my serious cash. But you put your money into a legal reserve insurance company, and uh, they they are paying you interest, and they diversify that into AAA and AA bonds. If they loan money on a skyscraper, they they only loan maybe fifty percent loan to value. They don't loan eighty percent loan to value. So if they have to foreclose on a delinquent mortgage on a skyscraper, they come out smelling like a rose. And this is why they've weathered uh, these tough times so well. And so I put my money into the insurance company and uh, they credit me the interest on what they're earning. But anytime I want, I can tell them, take the interest on my money and uh, buy upside options in the S&P 500 if I feel bullish about America. And that gives them the wherewithal to pay me 8% or 12% or sometimes 16 or 25% on my money but if I guess wrong and the market crashes, the options expire worthless, but I still have my money. If I started out with a million, I still have the million. I just gave up the interest on my million that year to sort of go for it. And uh, I know that seven out of 10 times, uh, I'm going to guess right and the market's going to be up based on actual historical performance. So let me frame this. My serious cash is safely tucked over in a house of bricks in a max-funded indexed insurance contract structured properly. It is deemed a laser fund. Laser means liquid assets, safely earning returns. So if I have a million dollars over there, and uh, if the market goes up, uh, I get to benefit. And so the house of straw, I get to benefit when, when the stock market goes up, but if the big bad wolf blows down the stock market and it crashes, I don't lose one dime of my principal over in the house of bricks. I simply don't make anything, but I don't lose. And Will Rogers once said people get more concerned about the return of their money instead of the return on their money when things get bad. How about real estate? 
Yeah, I own real estate. Uh, but see, I, I don't pay unnecessary down payments and, and I don't send extra principal payments against my mortgages. Uh, I keep that money, okay, that would have been in equity, uh, safely tucked over in a house of bricks. And uh, then if the real estate market goes down, I don't lose. I have the money. And many times I'm earning double to triple the cost of the mortgage. I can peel off just a portion and make the mortgage payments. But I'm making 300% more than the cost of the mortgage. But if the real estate goes up in value, I benefit. If it goes down in value, I don't lose. Is this making sense? Folks, you need to learn this. And so keep your serious cash safely tucked in a house of bricks and participate when the stock market does well, but don't lose when it goes down. When the real estate market goes up, participate, but don't lose a dime when that real estate market crashes. This is critical. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio 